Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Well, welcome to today's podcast, where I'm delighted to welcome Liron Fendel, the Managing Director and CEO of Nutritional Growth Solutions, the company behind the Healthy Height Protein Shake. Liron, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Heather. This is great timing, uh, as I just read an article about an analysis out of Imperial College London, looking at changes in height and weight of children worldwide between 1985 and 2019. And this is probably not surprising to you, but quality nutrition was found to be really critical in terms of supporting growth in height without excessive weight. So really fortuitous to see these global findings that are so aligned with the mission of NGS. 100%. And I think we're also here. I'm really excited to see this new um, and really nice study coming out of London um, um, last month. And I think this really emphasizes something. I mean, all of us knew, I think, um, we know for a long time now that nutrition really affects growth. And if kids don't eat, they won't grow. But exactly which nutrient um, kids and have in order to maximize or optimize their growth. This is something that I think science is coming to know more and more about, and we're getting more and more um, information about that. Um, and I think this recent study um, adds a lot of knowledge, um, which is which is very helpful, obviously. Absolutely, it is. So let's take a little step back. Maybe you could share with me your journey to joining Nutritional Growth Solutions when the team was first developing this Healthy Height product and what really spoke to you about the potential this had for children's health worldwide. Yeah, so Nutritional Growth Solutions um, was created at Schneider Children's Medical Center of Israel by a group of pediatricians who have been studying the effect of nutrition on growth um, for um, 20 years or so until they came up with the formulation of healthy height and conducted the clinical, the clinical research um, with this product. At that time, I was a corporate attorney in one of Tel Aviv's biggest law firms, representing biotech startups and pharma companies. Um, and I am also a mother, and um, I was struggling um, personally with my kids' nutrition um, and growth. And at that point in time, I learned about the research that's being done at the hospital. Um, and when I met the team and heard about the potential, they also um, kind of knew there was a potential there, but um, still weren't sure what to do with this. So um, all of us kind of teamed together and um, to commercialize Healthy Height. And I think personally, coming from this background also, I knew what a huge potential there is um, for a product like Healthy Height. And I knew how many families are really struggling um, with the same issue. Well, clinical substantiation is so important to ensuring products are both efficacious and safe in this population. So could you speak to the company's grounding in research and how that really informs your business strategy? Absolutely. And I think coming from a, um, a children's hospital 
the clinical research is something that's um, very rooted in our company. Um, specifically Healthy Heart, um, we've done a study which is prospective, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study. Um, and this is basically the gold standard of clinical studies to show um, the, um, the efficacy of the product and to show that um, indeed kids who had healthy height grew significantly better than the kids on the um, placebo group. And I think this is so important for us um, as a company, obviously, to be able to differentiate ourselves um, and to write patents. So we have patents for our products. And also for me, and I think for the rest of the team, just to go to sleep every night, knowing that we are selling products that actually work and help kids. And I think all of us almost at Healthy Height, um, our kids are also having Healthy Height daily. So this um, further emphasizes um, how much um, we really care about our products um, and quality and efficacy. Well, quality and efficacy are really important considerations. And certainly when you were developing the formulation and sourcing ingredients, maybe you could address some of the considerations in those non-negotiables in terms of nutritional profile, the ingredient quality, and even palatability. God, so you're touching really um, important um, issue here, I think. And um, the factories and formulators that we work with um, usually kind of hate us because everything is non-negotiable for us. Um, we are quite limited um, by the nutritional profile because we do have patents for our, um, for our products and the patents are on the specific uh, nutritional profile as well as the, um, the clinical studies are being done with a specific nutritional profile. So we really can deviate from that. In addition to that, um, quality um, ingredients is really something that's very important for all of us here at Healthy Height, and this is something that also differentiates us from the competition. This is not something that we can really compromise on. So this is another non-negotiable for us. And um, being um, having something that's tasty and kids would love it um, and would have it every evening is also so important, especially when you're talking about children. I mean, I think grown-ups. I mean, I know I would sometimes have something that I don't think um, is most delicious because I know it's good for me, but my nine-year-old and my six-year-old won't. I mean, they don't care if I tell them it's good for them. It has to be tasty. And if it won't be tasty, they just won't drink it. And if they won't drink it, obviously it won't help them. Right. It's so important. And I agree. There are things that I eat or drink and I know they're good for me, but I probably don't love them too much. So, um, so tell me about some of the lessons you learned during your initial launch into the United States and India that have helped inform where you're going, sort of that long-term business strategy. First of all, I think um, working in these two extremely different markets, we learned that while the product is essentially the same, the go-to-market for each market, it, 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 it just has to be um, specific for this um, specific market. For example, if we are looking at India, um, most of our marketing um, is done. And by the way, in India, um, Unilever are selling the product. So we are not 
responsible for the marketing. Um, but Unilever is marketing the product mostly through um, physicians um, and working through um, healthcare providers. And this is taking more of a form of a um, functional food or more medical, even I would say. Um, but as a contrast in the US, um, we really found that the right space for us would be more in the um, healthy, um, good for you space. So walking um, with, I don't know, like retail chains, um, like Whole Foods would come to mind. So being more of a um, better for you, great ingredients product, not so much going for the um, for the medical market, at least at the beginning. Um, so I think they're just so different markets um, and just each one of them is uh, to be learned separately. Well, and now you're looking at expanding into the Asia Pacific market, which is lots and lots of different markets in one. So were there any type of considerations that you had to address, whether that relates to the formulation, the market positioning or go-to-market strategy? Yeah, so I think maybe um, one thing that I saw many brands are doing, they would just go with the same product and the same strategy to different markets. And I think having this early experience in both um, India and the US, we've learned that um, it's just not really feasible and it won't help us. So um, every before we go into a specific market, we really identify um, if any alterations need to be made. For example, um, for China, um, we did make some um, changes to the formulation because the product was designed in Israel um, and some of the deficiencies that we see in China are a bit different. So we had to add um, some of the vitamins and minerals. So it's basically the same vitamins and minerals, but some of them um, we added more uh, for the Chinese formulation. So we, we are using, we are doing some alterations also to, um, to flavor. So we're seeing that some flavors, for example, in the U.S., kids really love the chocolate flavor. Um, but when we're looking at um, Asia-Pacific markets, we see that plain or vanilla um, take a more dominant role. Um, also, as I mentioned, the um, go-to-market strategy. So, yeah, I think all in all, it takes quite a bit of preparation every time we go into a different market. So how has your initial launch into China been received? What are you seeing? What are you hearing in the market? So we are very thankful um, to have really great um, market response coming from China. And we actually just launched, like I think it was two months ago um, in China, working with our um, distributor, Hi Ho Baby, that are selling into uh, mother and baby stores uh, in China. And we have actually got a really nice response coming from China since we even launched in the U.S. Because um, even when we were just selling in the U.S., we already got quite a bit of um, response coming from China and people really wanting to buy our product or buying it from the U.S. to China. So we are seeing there's a really nice demand in the market. Obviously, we're just starting. And um, at the moment, we have um, a limited distribution working with only one distributor in China, we are looking to expand that um, quite significantly in the next 12 to 18 months. Well, certainly China is a tremendously large place and lots of different opportunities, different, you know, I, I guess I could use air quotes to say markets, uh, you know, just because something works in Beijing doesn't mean it's necessarily going to work in Shanghai um, oh, or the further out you get. So, 
Uh, and what are your additional extension plans? Could you speak a little bit about what that might look like into other APAC areas? Yeah, so there is a limit to what we can share, unfortunately, <laughs> because we are a public company. Um, but what we have um, shared already, and I think it's already quite public, we are also working in Italy. We are collaborating with a um, big distributor in Italy called Deco Farm to launch the product, to launch Healthy Heights range um, in, in Q1 of 2021. And in addition to that, we are in discussions with um, a few relevant partners in the um, Asia Pacific um, to launch product, um, hopefully during 2021. Fantastic. So putting on your you know big hat, like how how big is big? What comes next for nutritional growth solutions and the potential for this product to really support children's health worldwide? I think if I'm looking at the next 12 to 18 months um, for nutritional growth solutions, I see us growing in three different verticals. So one is adding more products. While Healthy Height um, product is our initial product and flagship product to date, now that we have this infrastructure, um, the distribution, the team, um, I think it makes a ton of sense to be able to offer our clients um, or our customers so much more than just healthy height. So growing our product portfolio is something that we are working on. And obviously everything that we are uh, working on is evidence-based and um, something that we would give our own children and feel the need for. So that's number one. I think number two is adding the, um, the sales channels. So up until today, Nutritional Growth Solutions, we've been focusing on direct-to-consumer. In the U.S., for example, we are only selling online through um, HealthyHigh.com website and on Amazon. And I think this has been great for our company, both because it helps us um, capture the entire customer experience and a, being able to have this relationship with our customers. And also, I think with COVID being positioned as a direct business um, was really helpful for us. But having said that, um, it's still capturing um, a small part of the, uh, of the market. And we are going to also expand into retail and other offline channels. And I think third um, would be what we just talked about, and that's the um, um, expansion um, in territories. So working in more territories, now we are focused in the U.S. and China, and obviously expanding China, as well as adding some other territories. Very exciting plans, and certainly so important to ensure that children everywhere have the opportunity to meet their optimal potential, and a lot of that starts from nutrition. Well, Liron, thank you again for joining me today. I so appreciate your insights and wish you and the rest of the Nutritional Growth Solutions team all the best in this exciting time ahead. Thank you so much, Heather. It was great chatting with you today. And thank you to our listening audience. If you uh, have anything you'd like to share, you can hit me up uh, on social media or send me an email. Have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.